Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, remains hospitalized in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest during last night's NFL game in Cincinnati. College Hoops, the Cyclones, back in action tomorrow night. The Iowa State men visit Oklahoma on Wednesday. Cyclones women set to host West Virginia. There will be a new number one in the men's game next week after previously unbeaten Purdue was upset at home by Rutgers last night. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two for one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until 1 o'clock. Bottom of the hour, Nick Oson will join us uh, from 24-7 Sports Cyclone Alert.com. He covers Iowa State. We'll recap the uh, Baylor-Iowa uh, State game. Iowa State gets off on the right foot conference play-wise. We'll do some football uh, with uh, with Nick as well. I saw Coach Campbell and Jamie Pollard were at Allegiant this weekend mm-hmm. watching Campbell's former quarterback. <laughs> what a story this Purdy is, isn't it? Unthinkable. It truly is. It truly is. And now he's going to win a Super Bowl, right? In addition to the Rookie of the Year, and I mean, I'm probably be the MVP of the Super Who knows? Yeah, right. Uh, Bama Bob joins us as we recap the Bulls that uh, from last we left you. Hello, Bama. How are you? Good, Ken. How are you? Uh, like everybody, uh, a little bit state of shock after yeah. what happened last night on Monday Night Football. Man, that was that's as scary as I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I can remember, you're just sitting there going. Man, are we watching somebody give his life on the yeah. football field? Yeah, that's Just what I thought. Anything like it, especially Awful. after Buck said that uh, you know they're going uh, CPR for um, eight minutes or yeah. whatever it was. Just, anyways. Yeah. So, um, obviously, thoughts with him, and, and hope that he turns sure. the corner sure. without a doubt. Let's get, let's get into the uh, uh, let's recap what we saw. We'll save the the talk for the championship game till next Monday when you join us. But uh, let's start with the two playoff games, Bama. Man, oh man, uh, yeah. I can't recall. <laughs> what you want, isn't it? Oh, it right? never happened. Never, never happened. happened. Both of them. I'm I, not I, sure which one yeah. was better than the other. You, you know, that's a great question. I, I, I'm going to probably lean the Ohio State Georgia game, but not by much. I mean, it, there was just the the Michigan game. There were a lot of mistakes. I thought the Ohio State-Georgia game was just a lot of great play. And, look, all credit to C.J. Stroud, okay? He lost his tight end, what, first yeah, quarter Early of the game. in the game, yeah. I mean, which is his go-to? That's his safety blanket, yeah. whatever. You know, it he gets lost worse, though. I think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think he lost probably the best receiver in the country in yeah. Marvin Harrison. Uh, was it the third quarter, early third, when he caught the touchdown yeah. or, or the the PI? And, and by the way, good for Ohio State for keeping that kid out of the football game. Yeah, I mean, that he was, wanted to go that back in. Been, he wanted to go back in. He was trying to convince him to go back in. So I don't know if it was Ohio State. I don't know if it was the doctors. I don't know if it was the team trainers. I don't know who it was. But he didn't but get his good. wish. So whoever he was did behind not get it, yeah. his way. And yeah, absolutely good on them. Whoever it was. 
to not put that kid back in the game because he's a difference maker. They probably would have won the game. I think they would have won the I game too. if he if he's in there. Um, and you know, but he's got his whole life and his whole future ahead of him, and it's hard right now. I'm sure. Uh, you know, for him to rationalize that, but but really good on them. But man, what just what a game! I feel horrible for the kicker. I mean, that was. Just, yeah. I mean, I mean, how do you face your? It wasn't even close. That? Yeah. And the no, timing didn't even, right as the yeah. clock was weird, wasn't it? Midnight on <laughs> the yes. bizarre. So I'm watching <laughs> it with the family too, and. and yeah, the kids are excited. Yeah, yeah they want to see. Ball. Well, we're we're going to record that. We'll watch it at eleven oh five. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get we got something yeah. important here. And my future brother in law, he's an Ohio State grad. He he was he didn't handle it very well. No, as yeah, you yeah. can imagine. That, imagine that's a tough one yeah. to swallow. It is a tough one. And, and listen, you you had you had the champ on the ropes, mm-hmm. and you basically had the knockout punch, and, and you couldn't mm-hmm. deliver it. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what's got to hurt. And again, all the coulda, woulda, shouldas. I mean, Alabama was there last year with Mechie and Williams. I think that could be a different story. But Georgia took advantage of that, and they took advantage of this. I didn't think Stetson Bennett played great. Till the, the end. Numbers and they're, till the end, and yeah. they're fantastic. I thought he missed yeah. some throws that yep. were, were pretty obvious. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, and listen – I think it's a toss-up. I know we're going to talk more about it. I mean, how do you go against TCU? They just keep winning. I know they lost to Kansas State. I get it, but uh, it's going to be. A, I hope it's. I hope the title game's as good as those two semifinals were. Hard to believe that they will be, uh, Trent. Let, let's go yeah. to the uh, to let's do the Michigan TCU game. We'll start mm-hmm. with you. As a sports fan, I couldn't have cared less who won the game. It was targeting at the end. It was targeting. Um, There's no doubt it was it targeting. It was targeting. Is that where you call it? And and it, and if it's, it's targeting, does it matter where it falls in the game? What we were deprived of, not Michigan cost them the game. Right. It cost them maybe an Because it was, what, 13 seconds? Mm-hmm. An opportunity. Right? An opportunity. That's what it cost them. And it robbed us as sports fans. But it, by the letter of the law... It's targeting, man. To the letter of the law, it was, but for the spirit of the game, was it? I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, there are those targeting calls that are easy, and there's Mm -hmm. the ones that they miss. Mm -hmm. Often, it feels. But in that circumstance, I didn't want them to call targeting there. I kind of didn't either. Michigan, they missed their opportunity. They missed their chance. For them to get another opportunity, if that's the term we want to use, it wouldn't have felt right. It just wouldn't have felt right. Yes, the, the game was over. The letter of the law, yes, that's targeting, but that's that's not why that rule's there. Uh-huh. And something like that, that's not the reasoning for it. It was the back and he was come it just that's not why we have this rule in place. And because of that, this is not Big 10, oh, got to get the big No, not that. To the way to the, the game played out of the game. TCU yeah. deserved to win that game. Mhm. And for the game to extend because of that, it would have left a sour taste. Now, it doesn't mean Michigan would have went down and scored a touchdown and win no. it 52-51. But if they would have, oh boy. <laughs> Those conspiracy theorists, oh, oh the sure. tinfoil hats would be out in full force. No, because of the Big Ten, you're 100% mm-hmm. right. I thought there were some and whistles in that game. Yeah, right. More fans. Michigan or TCU? Precisely. Right. And, and during the game, I thought there were a couple of bad whistles that went against TCU in the game. There are uh, bad whistles both sides. That was a poorly officiated game all the way through terrible, on both sides. Terribly officiated game. Bama, did they, totally do the, agree. D- did they do the right thing? I mean, they said it wasn't targeting. It sure looked like targeting to me. <laughs> it looked like it to me. I've seen it called before, especially when it went to review. Okay, so I, I, I get 
how you miss that on the field. Yeah, me okay, too. Because you're watching what, the ball. Trick, yeah, exactly. And, and, and what a goofy play. I mean, right. fumbled snap, the lineman picks it up, tosses it, whatever. I mean, it was – it started to be shades of Patriots Raiders there for a minute, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Just, um, But I don't know – I don't know how who – or how the play got initiated for review. But once it went to review, I'm like, oh, man, they're going to give them the shot here. Well, what a crazy play. You fumble the last snap, and your lineman picks it up, doesn't know what to do with it, so he just tosses it. And then the guy starts running. You know, and so I just – I thought once it went to review, it was going to be targeting because it sure looked like it mm-hmm. to me. I agree with everything Trent's saying, and it would have felt like a bad ending. You're going to have conspiracy theorists Either way, okay. If if they call it and Michigan wins, then it's all oh, you know. It's a big uh, you know that's rigged for the Big Ten, and now it's rigged against the Big Ten because they didn't. So you know that to me is that's all irrelevant. I I just I thought it looked like targeting, and if it's in the rule book, they probably should have called it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with it. Not um, I haven't really heard other than fans. I haven't heard a lot of outcry from Harbaugh or. Uh, Michigan staff about it, um, and you know, you're right. I mean, Michigan had I don't know how many opportunities to win the game, and how many screw ups that cost them the game. You know, two you know two pick sixes I think, or or whatever it was, and just you, you can't you can't win the game like that. I mean, they they were just, they they picked the worst time to play their worst game of the year, mm-hmm. and especially what it boiled down to. And again, under Harbaugh, you know. We've got to give him credit. I mean, he's building toward it, okay? You know, first of all, he couldn't beat Ohio State. Now, he's beat him the last two years. And the only thing I will say, and not only is it going to matter any to, to the players or the coaches, maybe a little bit to the fans, is that Ohio State lost too. Could you imagine had Ohio that field goal been good and mm. the one year that you beat Ohio State and you think you've knocked them out of the playoff, they sneak back in because USC loses because they can't stop anybody. And now you lose, and they go on to the championship game. But I, I think well, we were I, on the we were on the cusp of having two non conference championships yes. play for a championship. TCU Absolutely. didn't win the Big Twelve, and and Ohio State didn't win the Big Ten. Well, we're also on the cusp of. The first time since the since 2014, when the playoffs started, that you didn't have an SEC team in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you've had you've had an SEC team in every year since 2014. I think the first one. Uh, but every it's either been Alabama, LSU, um, Georgia, Georgia. You know, in every one of them since then, uh, they haven't won it. Obviously, all of them, but they they've been in it, and we were that close. But I just the, bottom line is. I'm okay with how it ended, I, I, but I really thought once, I really, really thought once it went to review, they were going to call it. Now, what happens after that? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, it, you know, it doesn't mean that, like you said, doesn't mean it costs Michigan the game. It costs them a chance at another play or two to maybe win the game. Let's uh, move on to some of the other bowls. Trent, your favorite bowl game other than the playoffs was what and why? Oh, maybe not favorite, boy. just memorable, whatever. Whatever you want to put it in. Uh, let's see. I'm scrolling through here. Ones that I'll remember. Ones that'll probably stick in my mind for a long time. Uh, Cotton Bowl? That was good. That, that was a good one. Mm, yeah, that that's definitely up there. I, the story that they told with about four minutes left of, we talked about earlier with the paralyzed player. Mm-hmm. The comeback 
the fashion that it played out a safety. <laughs> you try to sneak, it doesn't work. They go under scrimmage. And how did number zero even get through there? I have no idea. He comes through, it just comes barreling in mm-hmm. and makes the play. The touchdown, yeah, it's got to be. I, I think he did. It's, it's the Cotton Bowl, no doubt about it. That game will be remembered for a long time. And how many of these upstarts have we seen that get to well, the old BCS game when Hawaii played Georgia yep, and just got absolutely obliterated? Yeah, we had Boise State against Oklahoma, but many times these teams just aren't quite at that level. To see Tulane do that. last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, you're right. Yep. I, I think the Cotton Bowl is definitely going to be one that is going to stand the test of time for a long time. Yeah. What was your uh, what uh, bowl game stuck with you, Bama? I think that one, uh, until yesterday, probably would have been the Holiday Bowl. I just thought that was really good entertainment. And then also the Liberty Bowl with Kansas and Arkansas. That was good. Yes, yes. That was really a good game. It went to three overtimes and it got a little silly with the two pointers after a while, but I thought I thought either one of those, you know, would have been one and one A, but it has to be the Cotton Bowl. It Mm -hmm. has to be. You mentioned Boise beating Oklahoma back in the day. It was kind of where it all started with the with these upstarts. Was that the Statue of Liberty play? Statue of Liberty with the running back Absolutely. and the kid getting engaged on the yeah, field. And yeah, and he proposes right after. Yeah. yeah, it was just great. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of the, and that was the start of that was really the start. If you really want to trace it back to this whole group of five thing, yeah, because okay? you know at that that was Boise was really the first one to crash the party, mm-hmm. and it was in the old BCS days. They didn't have rules about you know New Year's Six and all this, but this is why you let them in. Okay, yes, sometimes they get there and they prove that they don't belong. They get rolled off the field or whatever, okay? I think Tulane yesterday uh, proved, or, yeah, uh, Monday proved that they belong. Yeah, yesterday. They proved that, confused, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do too. It's yeah. just, I mean, what day is it? Bad enough, it's 2023. Uh-huh. Okay? So I'm trying to figure out what day it is. But, yeah, that, Tulane proved that they belong. Bigger issue for me is, and, and all credit to them, and you're right, what a crazy ending. The safety, I mean, DG. Do they go for the onside kick? They didn't. The kid fumbles it. They get at the one. The safety comes through. The replay, the review, all this kind of stuff. Everything went their way. Mm-hmm. But my God, how many ways can USC blow a game? That's I mean, and incredible. their defense, just awful. Lincoln Riley has got to figure out. And I, I read an article in LA Times. It's not Alex Grinch. It's who are you going to get to replace Alex Grinch? Okay. And Riley has never been known for defense. You go back and look at some of his the two times he made the playoff. Okay, he he gave up fifty four to Georgia and sixty three to LSU. Okay, mm-hmm. he's got to figure out that you can't just win by going up and down the field. Okay, I know this wasn't a playoff game, but they had a chance to go to the playoffs, and I know your quarterback gets hurt, and I understand all that. But my God, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't think if if Williams is healthy, I'm still not sure they win mm-hmm. the game because they couldn't stop Utah no. <laughs> at all. So. He's got to figure something out, and he better start spending some of that NIL money on, you know, six five, three hundred pound nose tackles, <laughs> somebody that can plug a gap yeah. up the middle. Because the kid for Tulane ran for two hundred yards, unbelievable against against USC mm-hmm. in a bowl game. It was just unbelievable. But that to me was the bigger story of if USC really wants to be taken seriously, they've got to figure out how to stop, particularly when they get to the Big Ten, because they do play a little bit defense in the Big Ten. Not a lot sometimes, you know, but, uh, you know, you're going to come up against a better athlete than you're seeing in, you know, Corvallis or Seattle or, you know, Boulder, no offense to those places, but 
you know, when you got to line up and play Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Illinois, Nebraska, you know, whoever, Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're, you're going to get hit in the mouth, and they don't look like they've got much. they got a glass jar, it looks to me. Uh, uh, Trent, the, the Rose Bowl, memorable to me, just uh, hard not to appreciate Sean Clifford, him, him walking off the field, um, and, and, and Franklin telling his, the team to stay back, let him come off the field by himself, let him get that moment to himself, don't rush out and greet him, tears running down his face. What a game he played, too. Uh, this is a kid who took a lot of arrows in his yes. uh, six years, whatever it was, at Penn State. But to walk off a winner in the fashion he did, I'll remember that. And Penn State now, you know, is such an interesting crossroads. We've been to Big Ten Media Day. We joke about it. The Penn State media and players and coaches complaining seemingly every year every about the division. Every single time. And it gets brought up every single year. Well, you got one more year of divisions, and now... Your excuses are over, right? And you got a pretty good squad going forward, too. You absolutely do. A young squad. Boy, they've got a running back. Yeah, yes, the quarterback's they do. a five star. They got a couple yeah. couple running backs, and the future yeah. looks good, but that final hurdle, right? The final mm-hmm. boss in your video game, the glass guy you got to get through, mm-hmm. Ohio mm-hmm. State and Michigan. They going anywhere? Well, no. <laughs> it doesn't look like it, <laughs> is the answer to that. Uh, that linebacker, number 11, the true freshman. Mm-hmm. My good God. They look the, different. They oh. always do. I mean, every time Iowa plays them, like, oh, yeah, this team, they look like they're Ohio State and Michigan. They recruit at that level. They compete at that level. Now getting over the hump because an 11-2 season should feel great. But it still doesn't because there is a big, big difference between them and that final one, getting to that gap. Yeah. How do you close it? And just keep grinding, right? Just, I, we'll see. Uh, Batman, any thoughts on the Rose Bowl? Yeah, just what a great setting. I mean, I just the contrast, the the deep blue and the red and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit bad for Utah. I mean, two years in a row right. they get there and they can't win it. Um, you know, tougher fashion last year. Uh, you know, kind of a garbage time touchdown at, right at the end to to make it close. But really, like you said, the overriding thought is is Sean Clifford. I mean, he's taken a lot of of like you said arrows and rightfully so. I mean, has it? There's games he hasn't played mm-hmm. well. You know, the big games he they needed him to play well and he didn't. Um, now, you know, maybe it would have been nice if he'd had, you know, Singleton, you know, back there for a couple of these years, yeah. but they, you know, he's had some good players back mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, that have gone on to the NFL, been playmakers and remove the tight they, end. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's not bad. Um, you know, uh, Dotson, you know, yeah, there's, they, not, there's another guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've had some dudes back there, but it, you're right. They do look a little different, but again, they got to get over that Ohio state, uh, you know, Michigan hurdle and and like you said, I guess one more year of that, and then I guess we go to pods. Is that what they're going to do when they get sixteen? I haven't seen that yet. How that's going to work? Um, uh, you know how how they're going to if it's going to be the true divisions like they've got now. Um, you know when USC and UCLA come in, but man, it, it's uh, it, I just thought it was good, and I was glad to see a lot of the Penn State fans there too. I mean, because like you're right. I mean, it is. I don't know how the Rose Bowl's ever a letdown. You know, but when you're looking at your two biggest division rivals in the playoff, yeah, maybe it is, but yeah, just just good for them. But but again, feel bad for Utah. What a, I mean, I just I like Whittingham. I think he's done a fabulous job out there in a place that's really, let's face it. I mean, you know, the way you have to build a program out there, you know, you got to get kids from outside your state because there's not yep. nearly enough talent in that state to win at that level. And he's done it, and he's done it consistently. Um, I love Cam Rising. We'll see where he goes from here, but uh, just it's just hard not. To, I always tune in. Even if I don't watch the game, the entire game, 
I'm always there for the start of it because, man, what a spectacular mm, Indeed. You know, there's people who want to move it to SoFi and think, please, come on. No, please. No, 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 no shot. No, Trent, no. real quick on this. Um, uh, the Orange Bowl was dead wrong. I thought Klubnik was going to come in and lead Clemson and prove that the uh, wrong quarterbacks would play. But Here this, we go. This Joe Milton, man, I'm telling you, this <laughs> kid's got a freaking – he's going to get a chance. I'm not saying he's an NFL player. Makes too many mistakes. He's got an NFL arm and then some. He's got an NFL arm. Yeah. There, there's not else, though, that goes along with it. Accuracy, not so much. And NFL I, size. I told you last week, I knew you were going to fall in love with him again. We've seen this guy. <laughs> He's not a good quarterback. He's got a strong arm. Ooh. That does not make you a good quarterback. Oh, where, where are we going, though? I just had to go down that route with you. What was that? Yeah, at, just club Nick and the uh, Titans. What a strong arm quarterback yeah. can't do anything else gets you. Well, there okay. you go. Yeah. <laughs> it gets you Josh Dobbs starting in a playoff game, basically against the Jaguars. Yeah, I was. But, yeah, I mean, you're right though. What a cannon! Yeah. I mean, that he flicked the ball, kid, sixty-five yards. I know. It's... Just flicked it off his back foot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, how do you, I don't know how you get an arm that big? I He's... mean, they're that strong, but yeah, it's uh, he's something else. But yeah, I mean. If that's the best they've got, then you know they better get somebody else next year. I think we have to talk about the Outback Bowl, the Relia Quest. Oh, Bowl. the end of it, the not bad even, beat. The, the bad beat. I was on the wrong side of that. I, not even that aside. Just seeing Will Rogers, mm-hmm. the emotion there after the game in the interview. Yeah. Yes, yep. the the flag, the players when they gave him the flag. Out, that's yeah. a great point, Trent. It yeah. was sport, you know, and mm-hmm. and these kids playing with a heavy heart, and mm-hmm. their coach tied. Yeah, and for them to go out there right. not play well, you know, Rogers I thought was great. You know what? What would he think? Oh, he wouldn't be very happy with us. Right. That's exactly right. I mean, that, that's Mike Leach, and he probably yeah. would have been yelling at him. And, yeah. But the month of December that this team had, yes, right? it yeah. was just a great ending mm-hmm. for them and some kind of closure, at least on the football field. Bama, it, it was that was an emotional one for me. I got. I'm getting like you guys tear up a little bit more often, and, and that one got me <laughs> yesterday uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, that was it was special. I mean, it, again, it, it's hard to imagine what we heard it last night. You know, these these players and the coaches, especially you know college coaches, they spend so much time with each other. I mean, this is all you see. You know, you go to class, yeah, but you know, for for you've got the season and you've got spring practice and you got fall practice and you just you just spend so much time with each other and to have your coach just just you know pass away that way that suddenly and that guy too i mean he's so gregarious and so outgoing and so self-deprecating and and just you know just you know i don't know he just seems like a player's coach and just you know for it to happen in that fashion but i thought rogers you know, he was right you know what you know what would have we thought well he wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been very happy because we didn't play very well it was exactly what should have happened, but what they've been through and them holding it together it would have been so easy for them to just, you know, punt the game. Just say, listen, and everybody would have understood. Nobody would have had a problem yep. with it if they didn't want to play. Okay, and but they did, and again, didn't play well. wasn't a very entertaining game, but at the end, no. you're right. Um, you know, the bad beat aside, Ooh. it was just one of those where, you know. Good for them. You know, sometimes you just watch these games, and my wife's always on me, well, who are we rooting for? I'm like, I don't care. I'm just watching. Well, you got to root for somebody, okay? Well, sometimes you don't. You don't have to root for somebody. Just watch the game because it's unscripted, and it's the best reality TV we have. And then 
and you, but you get something like that, and, and as much as I like Illinois and Bilma and, and what they've done, I mean, you just couldn't root against Mississippi State in that situation. It was impossible. Yep, you're right. Bama, you got Friday off, first time since August, sadly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It is. Uh, we'll talk on Monday. We'll uh, preview the Natty. How about that, okay? Sounds good. and can't wait for it. And uh, Man, let's hope we get something similar to what we got in the playoffs. I'm huh? all for it. We're good yep. stuff. All right. Thanks, Bama. Appreciate care, you coming yeah. on. Uh, yep. I'm going to pass this piece of information on. Um, again, I think all of our thoughts are in the right place, but there was a game that had to be there had to be some clarity on what the Bills-Bengals game is going to uh, how that's going to unfold. The NFL, uh, Commissioner Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week and made no decision regarding the possible resumption of that game at a later date. There will be no changes to the Week 18 schedule. So... What he's saying is they're not saying anything. Yeah. Right? There's been no decision other than the fact that the game will not be played this week. So there you are. I've seen the theory out there that because you have the extra week between the Super Bowl, everybody gets a bye short of Buffalo and Cincinnati. You play that game then when wildcard week was supposed to be coming up, what, a week after Sunday, everybody else gets a bye, mm-hmm. and then you begin the playoffs, and then there will not be the week in between you go that direction. So that's a theory that's out there. There are no great answers, no. but we're talking about importance for... So they wouldn't move the date of the Super Bowl, so right. the stadium would still be available. Yep, you don't have to worry about that, uh-huh. and hotels, and everything else. So the only thing, it. and this is a big who gives a damn would be the Pro Bowl, and it's no longer a football game. It's right. a skills competition. Absolutely. So nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Um, television would have to make adjustments. Sure. But, yeah. They'll figure it out. So the, it's so for what, the NFL. So you've seen that that game would be a standalone game. It would be a standalone would game. Would they start then. over? Would they, start, would they pick it up? Where it would, I believe – I didn't see that part of it. Gotcha. So you, that would be all speculation. Because like in Major League Baseball, once right. you get to – You resume right, a suspended yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And who knows at that point the way that it would go. But that's a theory that's out there. It's probably mm-hmm. the cleanest mm-hmm. option that you can have. Because if you're Buffalo, you're Cincinnati, or Kansas City, those mm-hmm. three teams vying for the number one yeah. seed, the importance that comes yeah. along with it, yeah. there's no perfect answer. No, there's, there's, there's not. There's no playbook there's for no this. There's no handbook right. for this. And you're just trying to figure it out. But that's the one, at least in my head, that made the most sense that I think is the fairest. And ultimately, that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Nick Olson next. We will catch up on Iowa State with Nick uh, when we come back. It's Miller and Condon. Before we do go to break, though, we've got another $1,000 slam dunk. Yes, it's keyword time, and the keyword promotion is back. Murph and Andy have some. Uh, Sean and Heather have a bunch this afternoon in the 3, 4, and 5 o'clock hour. But right now, head to KXNO.com. Once you get there, you can enter this nationwide keyword. The keyword is green. Green at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000 green at kxno.com when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Next chance to win in the one o'clock hour with Murph and Andy. Nick Olson joins us next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? R-F-E-C-T. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Iowa High School Athletic Association and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. KXNO. The fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship happening this coming Monday. My gopher, too, for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook. They are one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, the line, uh, George, is about a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Obviously, we'll dive more into that as we get there. But right now, new customers bet $5 on any college football. Football game, get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings and their same game parlays. Love playing these in football, been playing a bunch in the NBA to keep me interested late at night. Look at tonight. Want to watch maybe the Sacramento Kings and Keegan Murray? How about this? You put a couple of things together. You play around with the alternate spread. Yes, you can do that with same-game parlays. Total points, total rebounds, assists, three-pointers made. All kinds of different things. You put it all together. A chance for you to make even more money on a little bet. And Ken, you say it a lot, right? Bet a little to make a lot. That's, That's something goal. that we like, and you can do that with same game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO. New customers bet $5 on any college football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. The code is KXNO. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook where you must be 21 or older in Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNL. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until just before 1 o'clock. Let's get right to Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. Nick Trenton, Ken, thank you. Happy New Year to you. How are you, Nick? Happy New Year, my guys. I'm, I'm really good. It's crazy that, you know, I think this officially marks 
a year since I've been coming on the nice. show with you guys. Nice. Well, uh, we're certainly grateful for that. You make our show better. Uh, so let's talk about J.J. Cole. Before we get into what we saw at Hilton on Saturday and uh, this past Saturday and looking ahead and then uh, a couple of football topics we want to get to, uh, J.J. Cole is playing in the All-American game. Is that ga- When is that game, Nick? And, and what kind of reports, if any, are you hearing in preparation for the uh, Iowa State commit as he gets set to play in that game? Yeah, so it's perfect timing today, guys. This game will actually be played today. It is in just a few hours here at 4 o'clock our time, you know, central time for most of us. You will be able to watch that on ESPN. I was fortunate to catch up with J.J. just briefly uh, going into the week, and something that he was really excited about was kind of going against some of this top-flight competition and being able to play with some of these guys. If you look at the rosters, He's on Team Phantom. It's Team Phantom and Team Speed. I think there are maybe only one or two players that are not a four or five star. So there are going to be a lot of future college football stars, NFL players. It's going to be really exciting. I know I'm intrigued to watch it. And in terms of reports, you know, a lot of our 24-7 sports team is fortunate to be down there. There was an accuracy competition, I believe it was yesterday, and out of the four or five quarterbacks taking place, Cole actually won it. So... I mean, you guys know I'm very high on his game and kind of the chances that he has at Iowa State, and he's going against four and five stars right now. Really seems to be performing well, moving well, finding that accuracy middle of the field, down the field. And, yeah, we'll be tuned in with live updates all day on that for the game, guys. Cool moment for him, an opportunity to play in this game. And I saw there are four quarterbacks, two on each side, three of the four. Or go to the Big 12. So Big 12 quarterbacks, you think they're uh, going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that league and the way they develop quarterbacks, and, and it's going to continue. Oklahoma with one, Kansas State with Avery Johnson, and, of course, J.J. Cole at Iowa State. The other will be Jaden Rashada from Florida, and a lot of people uh, like him. I, I've been reading some of the reports from down there. No, no, Don't know if you saw it, but Florida, no, Anthony Richardson for them, they might have something here with this Rashada kid, huh? Yeah, you know, that's a really good point, Trent. They actually... I'm high on him, and, you know, it's interesting. I actually think these are, you know, maybe a few guys that could be rated even higher. I, I don't think that necessarily some of the guys above them, you know, they're certainly very good, and I'm very high on Dante Moore. You know, some of those guys certainly should be up there, but Cole's been rising. I think Avery Johnson is ridiculously complete, and Jackson Arnold just throws a terrific ball, kind of adding to what you said about Rashada, so... Some really good competition, and I will add, guys, uh, two quarterbacks on each team that are actually going to be active today. So Cole Johnson, everyone is expected to get a lot of playing time, really make the time worth it for these kids making the trip, and you know, enjoyable for Cyclones fans to tune in today for sure. Well, let's uh, you know what, let's finish off football before we get to basketball. How many uh, coaching positions are still have yet to be filled? And it seems like there's a lot of speculation that they really are filled, but for whatever reason just haven't been announced yet. What can you tell us along those lines? Yeah, so I would say in that sense there are really two or three, kind of depending on how, how things truly shake out. And, and that's a sincere um, you know, kind of answer or way to look at these things based on whether or not there will maybe be one spot that takes on two positions. So. Ryan Clanton is a name that, you know, I'm sure Trent knows being on our VIP board. We've been on that for a long time. And I believe Pete Thamel kind of put it out there right before Christmas 
I expect that to be announced in terms of offensive line very soon for Iowa State. That'll be made official. And then it'll really just come down to kind of looking at a corner spot and depending on how they do things with quarterback slash wideout. I know that I teased a few weeks back that, you know, I think there's a really big focus for Iowa State in terms of special teams this offseason. And I, I think you'll be seeing that uh, really come to fruition, guys, with the Cyclones in the near future. Two basketball, another win against a top 25 team at Hilton. This time it was Baylor, kind of like a year ago, as the conference play began against the Bears. Great effort. Defense was outstanding once again. And boy, when you're hitting shots, this team, oh, they're going to be tough to beat. If they can just have some semblance. Caleb Grill hitting shots throughout the game. Kalsher, he was knocking down some jumpers. They do that. You know the defense is going to travel every single game. This team's really got something to back in the top 25 again. Hmm. Exactly right, Trent. I mean, you guys know early on, I said I think this team can certainly at least fight for a postseason berth. This was that game where I felt like, okay, if things are going well to really well, maybe not even perfect because, remember, they, they didn't have Jazz Koontz either. I think that this team can make some maybe not top-of-the-conference noise, but legitimate, consistent noise within the Big 12 Conference. And, again, the conference is so tight. And, and so deep, I think that it can kind of make those postseason berths with a seven, eight wins within conference play. I felt like Gabe Kelsher getting placed back into the starting lineup with Jazz out, I felt like he played just a nearly perfect game. That's something that T.J. Otzelberger hit on post game as well. Grill just looks incredibly confident. I think that he's really kind of trusting his abilities. And obviously, Damon Lipsy, I know we've noted mm. it before, but... The kid does not look like a freshman. And the cool thing is, you know, knowing him, getting to know him a little bit, speaking with him today actually at the pressers, I think he's someone that knows he can still climb so much, even just this year. Like something he prides himself on a lot is assist-to-turnover ratio. He had a few turnovers this weekend. He still had eight assists, scored, I believe, eight points and five rebounds. He's been just a true, impressive, consistent bright spot. And, I think you have to wonder what his development could look like down the line as well as this team kind of continues to grow and perform with the depth that they have this year. Uh, They beat Baylor, 12th-ranked team in the country at the time, by 15 and do so with Trey King, who we thought was going to, you know, certainly be a major. Look, it's premature to say he's not going to be. That'd be ridiculous. But against Baylor, I mean, was only he had uh, made one shot, right? Uh, His only shot that he took, he made, but only two points. It was uh, it was Calshin, it was Grill that you mentioned. Uh, So they did so without Trey King getting really involved offensively. Was that brought up today? And then I want to ask about the other King, Eli King, who and maybe this. This is a, a me thing. I just thought he was going to have, you know, more of an impact uh, on this team in his freshman campaign, and maybe he will. I will say this: watching the uh, the game the other day, he wasn't playing, but he was certainly engaged uh, on the bench. I mean, he was noticeable uh, when the team was going on and coming off the floor for sticking with his teammates and and uh, you know trying to pump them up a little bit. So Trey King only having two, and then Eli King, uh, where's, uh, where are they at with his game? Yeah, so Trey King, I'll look at it a little more broadly. I just get this sense that between King, Watson, Ward, sometimes even Jones and Throshun in there, I feel like it's just kind of maybe a way of riding the hot hand slash just seeing how you can really affect the game on either end of the floor. I know that 
The staff is really happy with what they've seen from all of those guys. I think Trey King is still kind of getting adjusted, obviously really kind of getting into play that matters with the Cyclones now, certainly in the Big 12. So I do think there will be games where they'll get a little closer to double digits, grab a few more rebounds. I just think his energy and kind of physical presence are going to be really important with the Cyclones. And Eli King, that's that's very interesting timing, Ken. People were just asking about that today. Great kid, and I think he's actually one of the you know really skilled and impressive scorers on the team. I just think that maybe it comes down to numbers right now. I think that there's a lot of depth and experience in some of those guard spots outside of Lipsy, of course. I feel like if there's a game where they just really need kind of scoring or maybe a little shooting burst, I could see him getting some action. I mean, he has gotten in, I believe, a couple games so far. And like you said, he's very engaged and highly thought of. But I just think it's kind of coming down to numbers, that experience, and the fact that there are just guys that have played a lot more college basketball than he has so far, kind of adjusting to the Big 12 level of play. I still think he will be a major player for Iowa State in the future. Uh, what do you got coming up this week at Cyclone Alert, Nick Oson? Very busy week, so we'll have full coverage of J.J. Cole today. Uh, some recruiting updates as we kind of get into 2024 for football. And then one thing I'm really excited about, maybe Trent will be there as well. I'm not sure. Friday, I'll be at the Waukee Valley game, likely Omaha Blue, going against Curtis Stinson Jr., and obviously a lot of talent in that game. Really excited to check out some of the best players in the state. I'll see you there. We'll have the game right <laughs> nice. here on KXNO. Good stuff. Uh, Nick, thank I you. Feeling. Uh, Nick, thank you uh, for doing this. Thank you for doing this uh, for a year. Uh, you've been a great addition. To, I know that Cyclone fans certainly appreciate what you're doing. I hear that from a lot of them over at Cyclone Alert. And Trent and I are grateful uh, for your contribution to our radio program. Thank you, Nick Olson. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Thanks, Nick. Nick Olson, CycloneAlert.com, part of 24-7 Sports. So are you out tonight? Do you have a game tonight? Friday. Friday. Be uh, back out there Friday. Looking forward to that. Should be a good game. A lot of D1 talent on the hardwood. So we'll have the girls-boys doubleheader here on KXNO right after the drive wraps up. I'll take the air at 6 o'clock, 6.15 with the tip-off on the girls' side, 7.45 with the boys. And... Speaking of anniversaries, happy one year to Nick. Happy four-year anniversary for us over it's here. It's four years that we came back. Yeah. That's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, remember day number one. I've never been so nervous in my life to do a radio show. The only day I've been nervous. Yeah. The only day I was nervous uh, was that day. Anyways, you got some plays to make. Oh, yes. We got plays. Uh, we'll hear we, those... We've remained hot. Yeah, so you, you what side of the uh, of the outback, whatever yeah. you were on the wrong side. You that said? was the only loss I had yesterday. That's I went six and one. Crazy. That was the only one. Uh, last thirty days, we're up forty five point two units. Hmm. Last week, we're up eighteen point three units. Fifty twenty nine and one Jeez. over the last week. Let's stay hot. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll hear your picks when we come back. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three. Flash commercials. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GET-YOUR-PODCASTS.
Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. I'm Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes here. Murph and Andy coming up. Heather and Sean, the drive from three until six. And then the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye, the KXNO Fantasy Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get uh, Tyler Allen Company. They take the air tonight from 6 until 6.45, their penultimate broadcast of the football season. So we've got a couple of Big Ten games, a couple of Big 12 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas-Texas Tech gets my attention tonight. Michigan State may be early as they host. Nebraska. What about you? Who are you betting? Uh, I will be betting on those Kansas Jayhawks. That line's plummeted down. They open up as a two and a half point favorite. Jayhawks down to just one. Uh, of course, McCuller making his way back. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, there's there's going to be some chirping. Yep. I'm sure coming in from the Texas Tech fans there. But I'm gonna gonna go with the Jayhawks. You know, I've believed in this team mm-hmm. for a very long time this year, yeah. and I'm gonna jump aboard here. Isn't there another on. big good Big Twelve game tonight? Uh, I have another one that I'm betting on at the very least. Uh, Kansas State goes to Texas. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also an 8 o'clock tip-off for this one. I'm grabbing the 10 points in the Wildcats here. Is it 10? It has been as inconsistent, obviously, from Texas after what's happening with Chris Beard and trying to figure them Mm -hmm. out. I like this K-State team. I I like what Jerome Tang has done. Carr's been unbelievable. Absolutely. I think think this will be a good one and just felt like too many at 10, even on the road. Three more dogs tonight. Uh, Let's go LSU plus the 10.5 at Kentucky. Really? Have you watched Kentucky play? They're not good. No. You know who's taking a lot of arrows? Calipari. Oh, absolutely. And C.J. Frederick hurt again. Imagine, Imagine the that. porcelain doll is not able to go out and answer the bell. I think he's out for two more weeks. Jeez. Even when he's played, he's been brutal. Uh, we're going to grab Seton Hall plus the nine as they go over to Omaha to take on the Blue Jays. And one more, give me Ole Miss plus 12 and a half as they go to Bama. Four doggies and one favorite, and it's a tight one with the Jayhawks. Oh, and if you miss them, if you're driving, didn't get a chance to write them down, or you can always find them at the Action Network. Once you get there, you just search Trent Condon. T. Condon is my T-Condon. username on there, yeah. T-Condon. But if you just Google Trent Condon Action Network, it'll pop up that way. You can and see you all can of his picks, and you can see the results that he's put up in the last 30 days, and they have been unbelievable. Uh, just stay hot, right? And nothing changes. Bull games, I, I added it up. I went 23-12-1 in bowl games. Jeez, that's incredible. I, and you know how bad it was in September uh. and October? Nothing's changed. Just seeing it better. I, I guess I needed more data points this year. Maybe you did. You needed a little past performances that you could read, and you're certainly reading them well. You uh, you had a... I was perfect this you past had a perfect week. Done, you yeah. my picks. Perfect. Absolutely. 0 for 5. Yeah, missed every single one of them. Well, I have one... That will not be graded because Cincinnati was my best bet of the week. Oh, was it? Yeah. So do I do six picks this week so we Whatever have the same you amount? Whatever you want to do. I don't think you're catching me. I'm pretty sure I'm And not I finally too. dug myself out of the hole and got you're over 500. 500. Good for you. Uh, we'll do that on Friday. Boy, it's going to be a weird week, right? It is. No, uh, no college games until Monday night. Do you have an opinion real quick? I mean, if you had to bet today, what would you do? Would you lay the 13 and a half or take them? Uh, it's kind of the same kind of handicap as I had with the other 